Logic good? Are we rolling? Well, we are rolling on both ends. What's going yes, on, sir. everybody? It's episode 7 of Beats, Brews, and Points of View podcast. I'm Neil Richter with E-Man here. Yes, sir. E-Man Bates with Neil Richter as always. Uh, we got a lot to talk about this week in the world of music, in the world of... Everything. TV, <laughs> politics. In the kooky uh, reality show that's called America that we're watching. This is America. <laughs> Um, yeah, so let's well, as of right now, we got our own beer uh, over from uh, Elk Brewing over in Grand Rapids. We got our uh, PB and Jelly right here. Ooh, lights kind of. I don't know funny. if I've had anything by these guys before. Uh, me either. I'm actually. ready to try it. Uh, I like to go with. I like to go with interesting ones. Let's see if I can get this pour right today. <laughs> That's not bad. That's like an inch, right? Oh, you got a ton on yours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I just want to get all, get all the fucking shit out of here. Uh, oh, cheers, bro. Salute. What's going on with you, man? Not bad. What about yourself? Not much. Look at the amber um, color here. It's pretty good. Um, anything new? Not too much, man. Just been uh, working. Actually, been enjoying. I've been on vacation from my job, job uh, since last week and i go back on saturday or no sunday i'm gonna go sunday oh god i can be retired right now <laughs> just do this man just run the podcast Ooh, dude this is good is it good nice. legit tastes like peanut butter and jelly that's fucked up mm. like a dessert beer kind of this is weird so like I don't know what they did to the yeast of this, but it is perfectly smells like peanut butter and jelly. It's so crazy. It's like roasted like malts in it, it so you really can tell crazy. like it's like that toasted like to like like you would but toast it's not like, like PB and J. It's not like thick, like syrupy or thick either. No, it's, it's really good. It's definitely carbonated. I like that. You can even tell from like the you know the head right here. But yeah, this is this is solid. I wasn't expecting that. That's good, man. I Shout like out this. to Elk Rapids. What's the name of the brewery that makes this? Uh, Elk Rapids. Elk Rapids. I like this. Or Elk Brewing. Elk Brewing. Nice. So how, uh, you've had a week to digest your uh, album being out, bro. How you feeling about it? How's the reactions been and stuff? 4,000% on, uh, on Spotify right now, which is kind of cool. <laughs> there you go, man. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually just checking on that today. Um, yeah, reaction's been good. Oh, yeah, I didn't show you guys my tattoo, did I? When I got this, like, right after the last episode, be careful, be safe. It's kind of flipped, but, yeah. That's awesome, man. <laughs> First album, you got to have to symbolize it somehow. Yep. yep, that's awesome. Yeah, man, your album is good. Yeah, there's a lot of music that came out there's last a, week that we had to digest. There's a lot of music that came out last week. There's a lot of music coming out tonight. There's, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on these days. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, I was into the T.I. album a lot. Dime Trap. Dime Trap is yeah, awesome. Great. Some of those beats are so like I still I need to look that up right now actually. The Ghostface album was pretty the, cool um, too. The beat for the song with Meek Mill, which is what's the name of that one? Hefe, I think is the name of that song. Yeah. Oh my god, that beat is so good. I love that like Spanish sounding with the horns and shit. Who produced Hefe by Ti? Mm. Bangladesh. Bangladesh. Man, shout out to Bangladesh because that beat is so hard. There's a man, I love TI, man. Like he came back with this and that la like the second track on there, Laugh at him is super hard. He's got a bunch of people on here, Young Thug, he's got Anderson Pac. And Anderson Pac kills every feature that he's on. He's like guaranteed to make your song better. Um Agreed. he's got young GZ he's on here. So we're going to add some pop real quick. He just put out the uh, cover art for Rockstar. And he put out the release date. He was on uh, Peter Rosenberg's Open Late last night and uh, announced that his next album, Oxnard, is coming out on November 16th, which is like a month away. So, man, I can't wait. So don't make your uh, don't make your best of 2018 list yet because that's for sure about to jump up to the top for me. I know. <laughs> I, I, before it's even out, I already know it because that man doesn't miss. He's made... 
I mean, Venice was when I actually I got into him off Malibu. Like the yeah, first Malibu, time I ever yeah. heard of him was that "Am I Wrong" with Schoolboy Q. I think yeah, Malibu was his first like really huge project like that. Um, yeah, and then I went back and listened to Venice, which came out before that, and I think he had a couple more releases that were like under a different name. I think he went under uh, Breezy Lovejoy was one Anderson Box name before he was Anderson Box. Um, and so now, yeah, this one's coming out, and he said he's got Pusha T on there. He's got, uh, who else did he say was on there? He's got the song with Kendrick on there. Obviously, Dr. Dre mix and mastered the whole thing. Um, there was another feature I saw that was on there that was intriguing. Who was it? Um, who was it? Pusha T and, oh, J. Cole. J. Cole's going to be on it. Oh, nice. So that'll be sweet. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that big time. He had the, have you seen like the Tinch Challenge thing going on no. for his single? So his single came out last week. It's called Tints featuring Kendrick Lamar. And man, I love it. It's like, it's kind of like at the end of the summer, but it's a very summery vibe song. It's about just like cruising in the car with the tints on the windows. It's pretty but cool. he's got like, he's got this, he went up like the first time he heard it on the radio, he was on his way up to do an interview with Zane Lowe on Apple Music. And, uh. He's, he like he runs in the station because he's excited because they just played a song on the radio and he starts dancing on the desk and falls <laughs> off. He like misses a step and falls off it. And so then he made so the that man challenge. does miss apparently. <laughs> yeah, he missed a step. That's for sure, but not musically. <laughs> but um, yeah, so shout out to Anderson Park. I'm, Anderson Park. I'm a huge, huge fan. I um, can't wait till he goes on tour for this album because I, I heard his shows are like insane. The man's playing drums, singing, rapping. Jesus, it's crazy. His band, actually, the Free Nationals, who was like his touring band, who plays all the music on his albums, he's been playing with them since they were broke, you know. Uh, they have their own album coming out, too, separate from what Anderson Pac's doing. And they just dropped their first single the other day called Beauty in Essex. And that's featuring, um, I think it's featuring Unknown Mortal Orchestra and um, Daniel Caesar. Don't quote me on that first part, though. Let me, let me look that up to make sure I'm getting it right. Song is really cool. It's a nice, like, I mean, if you listen to any of Daniel Caesar's, like, vibed out R&B, it's kind of like that. Free Nationals. Yeah, yeah. Beauty. Yeah, it is on Mortal Orchestra, which is awesome, man. Their music is amazing. Um, so, yeah, go look out for both of those. The, I, I bet their albums are probably going to come out around the same time, I bet. Free Nationals, Anderson Fox. So better means that'll be sweet. What's up? Got uh, that Twenty One Pilots album came out. Yeah, we listened to that on the way out to me and Eman. I listened to it another podcast or someone else's podcast. Yeah, shout out to welcome, welcome uh, to my nuts. Welcome to my nuts. Yeah, it's a hilarious name. <laughs> uh, yeah, we drove out to Pontiac and we listened to that Twenty One Pilots on the way out there. Yeah, I've listened to it a couple times by now. It's it's solid. Yeah, I. I, I there's a couple songs that's like iffy on there. To me. Right. I like, I'll be honest with you, I still like Blurry Face more, but it's still a really good album. I agree. I like the last one better too, man. Um, there's definitely some, like, these guys are just super talented. Yeah. I, I like when, like, we talked about it a little bit on like on the way out. I like it more when he, like, sings sings. More and he than, tries like, to rap. rap yeah, I agree. Because I think he has a really good yeah, voice. Yeah. So it's like, I'd rather hear him just, like, actually singing than doing, like, the rappy thing. Because sometimes it kind of, like, there's like this thing where like the white boys that don't really rap when they try to rap they all kind of sound the same you know like they're doing that like you know like they try to like do like the fast pace like I don't know why is that always like a crush they like the same to impress people probably to go fast or something maybe something weird I don't know if you guys haven't guessed already I'm a little bit hypercritical of white boy rappers I don't know if yeah white boy but I am yeah he is. Oh, let's see, Dude, Mozzie, so good. that Mozzie album came. I out. didn't listen to that. Did you check it out? Was I liked it, good? it. I didn't listen to the whole thing yet, but uh, yeah, it was pretty solid. Like it was. Um, so it, he wasn't the guy I was thinking about last week. That was on uh, the the Lincoln Park shit. He wasn't that guy. Okay, but no, his yeah, he has like a really good like like that kind of like the trap almost like trap style. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's solid. I liked it a lot. I liked the Ghostface uh, Killer album too. That was nice. Did you listen to any of that? Uh, a little bit of it. I like the song. Uh, There's a song with Crooked Eye on there that I really like. I want to go back to Mozzie real quick. Yeah, he had that one song, Black Youngster, and Able with the Hoodie. That was probably one of oh, the nice. songs on there. I, lo- yeah. I really like Able with the Hoodie. I think that kid's got a, a good career. I, you know, I wrote him off for a hot minute, and then I listened to, uh, what's the name? What was the, what was the first album with Drowning on it? That is, uh, Some, the, the something, something Artist. Con Artist? No. I'll look it up. 
Yeah, but anyway, I like that album a lot. Um, you know what's funny? Someone said once I, I read a, it. Is either someone said it? In the better room. artist. Yeah, the better, the bigger artist, the bigger artist, better artist. <laughs> We're gonna find this. Sorry, out Sorry. It up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so someone told me or told me I saw an interview or something with. They were saying that they think a boogie sounds like a like a male Dej. Oh, Dej, I heard oh, like that. That's hilarious, dude. He kind of does. Sound you like know what's funny? Dej Love is on that album too, by the way. Is she? Yeah. <laughs> it is called the bigger artist. Okay, the bigger. Artist. That's what I thought. Yeah. Um. That's pretty sweet. But yeah, and the Ghostface Killer album is pretty sweet too. There's a track with Crooked Eye that I really like a lot on there. Um, I'm trying to look up this one song on there that I really like the message of. He's got a lot of people featured on it, but not like a ton of huge names, which I kind of like. Ghostface Killer keeps to. There's a John Lennon. There's a John Lennon album that came out. What like a unreleased hit songs or Probably. something like that type of deal? Yeah. I mean, obviously it's not like a new new album. But... Um, <laughs> So on this Ghostface, there's a song called Constant Struggle. That's a really standout song to me. I really enjoyed that one. The message is really clear on that one. I like that. Um, there's so much that to digest. I mean, you still like there's still like 24 songs of a freaking Lupe and a Lil Wayne album. Yeah, it's just it's a lot to take in. Like I got like a, I started to listen to the Coheed album, but I wasn't in the right mood for Happy it. Happy to listen I, to I, it. So I didn't start. I didn't get all the way through it. I haven't even listened to it yet. Um, uh, I did listen to the Davey Styles P album, though. That album is amazing, yeah, yeah. bro. That's Those guys, that's another couple of artists that don't miss. Like, you know, like, with Styles, you know you're going to get something awesome every time. And, like, oh, man, I love the the bridge between generations of New York, like, street New York artists. Styles, yeah. You got, like, Styles P, who's always, like, I like to say, like, like, they're like conscious street artists, you know what I mean? They're just telling the truth about what they see and stuff. I like they're, that term, I conscious like street artists. That's kind of what I like it is, that. you know what I mean? Yeah, like they're, I really do like they're that. They're like, like real thoughtful, but like they're definitely street dudes. And I don't know, I, that's something I, I just really like that. Like they're just really, really talented dudes. And every song on that album is pretty much fucking awesome. I saw uh, A Star Is Born a couple days ago. How did you like Lady it? Gaga and Bradley Cooper. The reason I'm bringing that up is because it just popped up on my like, the, uh-huh. the soundtrack just popped up. It's a remake. Didn't know that. It's been remade a few it's times now. Remake. You told me that. However, it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, yeah, I liked it a lot with that with that said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we usually... And that's Bradley Cooper's, like, directorial yeah, review. Yeah, right? yeah, he started him and Gaga, which... And then Chappelle's in the it. The man should win an Oscar, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah? Yeah, like, actor-wise. That's maybe awesome. director-wise, but actor-wise, for sure. That's awesome. Like, and then, like, isn't there a couple... There's a couple of comedians in there, like Chappelle and... Who Eddie Griffin's Eddie in there, Griffin, too. Eddie Griffin, that's right. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I wanted to see that. I, you saw Venom too, right? Yeah. Did you like it? Sorry, Tom Hardy <laughs> was cool. <laughs> the story—I'm not a fan of the story, like what they did. Because I mean, Venom doesn't even really make sense without Peter Parker, so that's the only reason. I was like, but whatever. Yeah. Um. I I thought it was interesting that before the movie even came out, Tom Hardy went like I did some interview saying that they took his favorite 40 minutes out of the movie. So it's yeah. not a good sign when the star yeah. of your movie is talking made shit it, about the movie. They actually made it up. funny, and like it was okay because like the funny parts with Venom are actually really funny. Yeah, but overall, the actual story and as a comic book fan of it, not a fan. I feel like a like that kind of comic, like if you didn't know anything about the story going in, you might like it. They've already started this. Like, why not just do the Deadpool route, and make it rated R, and make it like actual? So what my because they. Well, my thing is, I'm eventually. I think they want to work in Spider Man into their like Tom Holland Spider Man, which makes no sense because Tom Holland is a younger Spider Man. If anything, it would have to be the Peter Parker Spider Man, who's a little bit older. But oh, not Peter Parker Spider Man, the uh, Tobey Maguire Spider Man, like that that age. But still, like they they made it like so they can have like that wiggle wiggle room, I guess, to add Spider Man in. You know, once that whole Fox shit clears, I feel like, but. Hmm. I don't know. That's just me. Yeah, I feel like comic book movies like are really like missing the mark lately. I didn't even like. I didn't even think that Deadpool two was that. Great. Uh, I love Deadpool two. Did you like it? I love Deadpool two. Maybe I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> I thought like I don't know. It seemed like kind of like a rinse and repeat thing to me. I don't know. That's just kind of like the vibe. I the got only thing, the only my like, only problem with Deadpool two was the whole fridging thing. Which do you know what for the term fridging is? Uh-uh. So fridging is a term used by comic book nerds like myself to where. They kill off a love interest in order to boost the story of the main character. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Dude, that who who's the chick that plays uh, like? Is, she's in Gotham too. I forgot her name. She was on Homeland too, man. She is just gorgeous, especially playing like the badass kind of character. Speaking of comics, yeah, show them what you got. <laughs> so Who's I raided the comic book store the other day, and uh, actually the other day, like two days ago, I found what we call here Barack Panther, <laughs> bro. That's hilarious. So it's. The same, pretty much the same story in the Black Panther movie, but with Barack Obama and political characters playing all the roles. So they had, uh, Ch- which I forgot, I forgot his name. The guy who like stole like the vibranium originally. They had Dick Cheney playing him, which is hilarious. <laughs> um, Sneaky Dick Cheney, a the, weaselly the Orange Menace is the main villain, <laughs> and then That's like. So funny. And then he came in contact at the very end of this book. Spoiler with uh with Kanye Monger. <laughs> which is portrayed in there which that I remember I was at a comic book store they told me that Killmonger was Kanye Monger and that was literally my selling point on it so this book was about maybe like 20 bucks or so worth every penny <laughs> that's awesome dude since you brought it up I got I, I we tried we were gonna try not talking about Kanye in here because it's tiring I'm and a, boring to hear about I'm it just, but I gotta I gotta I'm just drinking my beer on that note this, this, meeting with, this meeting with the Trump shit is ridiculous. Him saying that he loves him and wearing that hat as a fucking superhero cape is fucking crazy. You're an asshole. Fuck you for doing this. Like Kanye West is a I don't, genius. You know, I don't even need to, to say anything. I think Pete Davidson said it best. Kanye West is a genius when it comes to music. However, when it comes to music, I would not ask, like, say, when it comes to, like, Say like for instance, uh, what's his face? Frank Lucas, Frank, like big, you know, big time drug dealer back in the day. Mm-hmm. I would not ask Frank Lucas help for the fucking Pythagorean theorem. <laughs> no, <laughs> not ask Frank Lucas. <laughs> Dude, I'll just I'll leave it up to T. Here, let me just read to you what Ti wrote on Instagram, and man, he's not having it at all. And you know what's funny is Ti actually like he kind of like had his back. I saw him on interviewed on Hot or on um on Hot ninety seven a couple times, and he was kind of like having his back until this time. This seemed to be the straw of the book. Broke I would not. Uh, another one. Let me read this real quick right, to you. Go for it. So Ti wrote on Instagram after putting a little video of it. Um, this is what his caption says: it "says Now I've been extremely patient and made and think. Just think about this in like Ti's like smooth Southern draw, like him saying it <laughs> because Ti is a like, great speaker. But anyway, so now I've been extremely patient and made it a point to not jump into any premature conclusions about Ye and his antics." Partially due to the lessons learned from the outcome of similar situations dealing with my brother Lil Wayne, which I don't. If you guys don't remember that situation, is when Lil Wayne was interviewed by someone asking about Black Lives Matter, and he gave his bullshit answer like "fuck that, I don't care about any of that shit," and Ti kind of roasted him for it. But anyways, um, he says I admittedly handled, I mishandled that situation in hindsight, but now this shit is next level. Futuristic sambo, hopping bob. Steven off Django ass shit, yay. From what I can gather, Django <laughs> ass shit. <laughs> from, from what I can gather, this is the most repulsive, disgraceful, embarrassing act of desperation and uh, auctioning off one's soul to gain power. I've never, I've ever seen. Now I can recall you asking me to come with you to have this meeting, and I declined naturally. But bro, if any time I would have been there. With you and you behaved spineless in my presence, I feel I would have been compelled to slap the fuck out of you, bro, for for the people. You ass kissing and boot licking on a whole new level, and I refuse to associate myself with something so vile, weak, and inconsiderate to the people that or to to the effect this has had this has on a greater good of all of our people. I am a true believer in it ain't what you do, it's how you do it. And this shit is regurgitating. At one time, it was a pleasure to work alongside you. Now I'm fucking ashamed we were ever associated with each other. Um, it's all T.I.? Yeah. To all the people who follow Ye musically, socially, or even personally, you are confused, heartbroken, and infuriated. Let me make this clear. This shit ain't cool. This is a movie, or this is a move Ye made for Ye. This is a play to put him in a position he'd like to see himself in. We are not... Or we are not on his mind as he makes these comments and decisions. Don't follow this puppet, because as long as I've lived, I've learned that learned that it benefits a man nothing at all to gain the world. If it, to do so, you must lose your soul. We saw Mr. West's soul on auction. 
If you listen closely, you can hear the tears of our ancestors hit the floor. All I can say is I've reached my limits. This is this is my stop. I'm officially dump, done. Fuck Trump and fuck his little cookie boy. Us or else. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that was dude. brutal. <laughs> and like the people. That was very brutal. The people in the comment section too, like Joe Buttons com- or commented the fucking exclamation points and fucking Sean King and and Willie D and fucking Kid Capri, dude. Like all these people, man. Like it's fucking about to be over in hip hop for him, dude. Like he's no one's gonna be messing with his album. It's so weird, dude. He's fucking know. lost it, bro. I don't know. No, I, I really. And like, you know what's funny? Michael like, Rappaport brought this point up on his little Instagram story. He's oh like, man. he's like Trump. We have how many motherfucking people displaced and how much millions of dollars from the fucking hurricane in Florida and you're fucking worried about meeting with this fucking bozo just to fucking bump your image up with fucking black people a little? Like, I mean, it, it's not going it, to work. It's not going to work at all. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So that's all we were to say about it. Ti roasted him, so I guess we don't really have to, you know. I think Pete Davidson went on too, which is he did funny. on SNL. Oh my god, that was funny. He had that, uh, <laughs> it said it said make he had a red make hat on Kanye two thousand six. My man. favorite was like how he opened it. He goes, he was him and Michael Shea was in the background of it, and he goes like, we got to represent the black side, and we got to represent the crazy side. Obviously, we know which Will Kanye is fucking yeah, which, right now. Which Kanye is steering that ship? That was hilarious, dude. Pete Davidson's super funny. Yeah, I, I I like when they have him on like the weekend. That's like the only part that I actually watch of SNL anymore is that weekend update, like with Colin yeah. Ghost and uh, Michael Che. Although you know what, they're like two of the main writers I think now, Michael Che and Colin Jost. Colin, so, like, Michael Che's like stand-ups are dude, great, he's fucking way. hilarious. Yeah. I love Michael Che. I started getting into him because uh, Cipher Sounds is like really close friends with him and like goes and DJs for him and stuff like that and uh, opens up for him and. That's kind of how I got into Michael Che. But, um, yeah, that's sweet. Man, that's crazy. So, yeah, I guess uh, we'll see how this pans out when he actually drops his fucking album on Black Friday. I don't think many people are going to be checking for it. Cool, Kanye? Yep. <laughs> but, um, yeah, there was a couple other albums I didn't get to that I wanted to hear. Like, the Atmosphere album came out. I still need to listen to that. To uh, Luna George, I wanted to get to that. Um, I thought it was pretty cool. Um. My son was at the Women's March and had a pretty cool like uh, thing to say about like men taking accountability and kind of changing the narrative. You know, like if we want, like we should be representing for the women better and stuff. I I, I can't articulate what he said. I'm just paraphrasing, but like go check out. You can just type in My Son the General uh, Women's March, and he had a nice, really thoughtful thing to say that I thought was important. You could check out. Oh, um, quick, quick, real quick. Yeah, go for um, it. Did you see, and this was just in the world of Disney, well, Aladdin, they just released, like, the Aladdin, like, poster, mm-hmm. which is cool. Will Smith is a genie. Yeah, yeah that's, gonna be, that's perfect, And dude. apparently, uh, Lady Gaga, I guess, was, is in talks to sign on as Ursula in the Little Mermaid movie. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. That's that, awesome. That was, that's actually really Is it, like, a live perfect. action thing? Yeah. Is that the deal? That's pretty yeah. cool. Um... Though I don't understand how it's gonna work though. It's like I don't get how you do it. The live action one, like, yeah, with like the. I'm still don't, don't try to figure out how you do a live action Lion King. I never you even know, saw that. Sure. Did that. Didn't that already come out? Live action Lion King, I think it's the first one coming out of everything. Oh, that's it hasn't come. I know uh, they they had the uh, animatronic lion out there. I, mm. I saw it. So I think it's supposed to be well Beyonce and uh, Donald Glover. Dude, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. Um, and Seth Rogen. I think he plays Young Adam. Simba though. I think Donald Glover plays Young Simba. Okay. Is he? Or I thought he was older. Maybe. It Maybe. would make sense if he's older. He has like more of a young voice, doesn't no, he? No, it would make sense. <laughs> Donald Glover is going to be the older Teenage. Simba. I don't know. <laughs> no, you know what? Actually, remember, what was the song on, uh, fuck, it was on Awaken My Love. Uh, damn. It was a one, oh, Terrified. Oh, yeah, okay, you so got I, the kid I, to play Yeah, the kid right, that yeah. does that, that, that's the kid that's playing yeah. young Simba. Yeah. You can be well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great song, by the way. Yeah, I love that. That's all only did at the Grammys was sick. You know that you are. I think that's actually my favorite song on that album. Um, I don't know. Like the actual title track is so good, man. Like that. That and uh, me and your mama. I like that. Oh, that's what I was talking about. That's what I. Yeah, the first one. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds fucking awesome. What a surprise! I remember when I first heard that album, and I was like, "What the?" Yeah, I wasn't fuck? expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't expecting that from him. <laughs> that was such a good album. I hope he, I hope uh, nice album 
Shake West had an album, Mud Boy, that came out. I don't even know who that is. Sounds great. Yeah, I wasn't a fan. (laughs) I'm being honest with you. Shaq West, yeah. Mm. Um, It got a couple songs on there, it was alright, but overall. Chance was on the Joe Budden podcast. You you told me about that. It was pretty sweet, man. Um, I think it was pretty cool because they had an interesting conversation. Actually, you know what's funny? Chance was on the. There were two different rappers on different podcasts that I like had interesting. Similar things to say. So Chance was on the Joe Budden podcast, and Everlast was on the Joe Rogan podcast, and they both kind of talked about artists getting sucked into 360 deals, where basically you're selling your the masters, your merch deals. You're all pretty much selling like, yourself to get famous, and then you're, you're getting like a lump sum afterwards, and then you the, don't own any of your shit afterwards. The, I think we pl- I played that song for you by Macklemore, and it was the best explanation of that deal. Yeah, it was, the, uh, uh, Jimmy Iovine by yeah. uh, him and Absol. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. A 360 deal for those who are not familiar is the absolute worst deal you could sign in a fucking record industry. And a lot of people you pretty just much, rush to it because you they pretty see much this one big check get and famous like, oh. and they get nothing afterwards. Yeah, and um, <laughs> unless you like sell a shit ton, and even then, no. And that's both. That, that's the point that Everlast made, and also Chance made. He said because Everlast, I, that was the interview I saw first, and he said, "I think the most of these artists that are complaining about the money you get out of streaming services." Are people that don't own the masters to their album. He was saying he's like, I make more money than the average person does because I own the publishing, I own my masters. He's like, all that shit is mine, so I make a bigger cut. I think he equated it's still an absurd number though. Yeah. I think he equated it down to like a million streams is like nine grand or something like it's that. Pretty much, yeah. It's like yeah, that's yeah, ridiculous, right? <laughs> like something crazy like that. I, I'm not making shit off my album. Streaming and then like on the Joe Budden the Chance podcast, they kind of ended the age old debate if like. Because there's been like talk behind. Oh, the scenes he got he got to deal with actually, Apple. Yeah, if yeah. he's actually independent or if he's like an Apple artist because his music was exclusive on their site for a while. And what Chance kind of divulged on the podcast is that he he signed a just like a two week deal with Apple, which it was like they gave him five hundred thousand dollars, and then a lot of people do that. promoted his album the most. But yeah, like, like Frank Ocean did yeah. that with uh, Blonde. Right. I mean, a lot of people do that. But in my opinion, I think uh, I, Kanye did it with right. Life of Pablo with Title. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And a lot of them do yeah. it. They, that's fine. Well, I mean, and the streaming, nothing wrong with that. It's not really like a war over the streaming platforms is like there used to be. Like they're all kind of like sharing shit. Like there used to be exclusive shit to Title and Apple. There's still a couple things like that, but mostly they're just going to all platforms now. But Chance was – I agree with him that he's still independent because he made the point that he's like, I, I still consider myself independent because I own all my music. It's not owned by any record label. There's a – so I, I'm showing Neil right now that – we were talking about Aladdin. They actually just released a trailer like just now. Oh, sweet. We'll have to watch yeah, that. Yeah, we're going to watch that probably later and then probably talk about it next week. I'll tell you what, dude. If that Lion King live action movie takes off, fucking see you later. They're going to remake every Disney movie that way. They're already, they're already, <laughs> they're they're already, already in progress. Like, yeah, they got they got uh, Aladdin. Aladdin like said. They got Mulan. And they got Little Mermaid. Yeah, that's crazy. If it works, though, it could be sweet. But haven't they tried to make like, didn't they try to do like a Jungle Book one and it didn't really work that well? The same guy, so... It's John Favreau, right? Yeah, the, the guy who plays... I always love John Favreau, because he, he's happy in uh, the Marvel movies. Dude, he's also, he like, happy. one of the best fucking... He made Swingers and Made. Like, those yeah. movies are fucking amazing. Swingers is the shit. I actually didn't yeah. watch the Jungle movie. I heard it was good, though. Uh, I never saw it either. I, I never saw it, but I heard it was good. I just never watched it. I remember watching, like, a sit-down thing. It was, like, a, the direct... It was called, like... I think it was, like, called the Director's Cut or something. It was, like, right around that time. Where John Favreau sat down with, uh, I think he's, direct- he's directing all this yeah, other yeah, shit that's too. What he's yeah. Doing, yeah, he's doing Lion King. I know that much. Wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, you, did you say Lin Manuel Lin Manuel Miranda? Yeah. Doing this? No, 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 no. Oh, is, dude, I was, I was like to say because I, 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 I love Lin Manuel Miranda so much. When I found but out still, about that is when they were doing this, like, they were doing this roundtable thing where John Favreau sat down with Lin Manuel Miranda, Donald Glover, and Issa Rae. And they all like talked about like their creative process and how they write and shit. It's really you can catch it on YouTube. Yeah, I can't remember the. Let me let me try to find the name of it. Issa so Rae is somebody that came out of. I fucking love Issa Rae too. She's but, yeah. hilarious. Although I've kind of fallen off. It's here. This is not a dig. I haven't watched. I haven't watched this season. It's, it's it's geared a little bit more towards women. It is totally so, gorgeous. Like, yeah, it's totally really get geared towards women. But like I haven't really like. I, I watched, watched the first season. I watched like. I watched the first two. I kind of fell off. I haven't watched any of the season three yet. It's really well done though. Like, I it's nothing. It's nothing. Against, it, like, I'm gonna say it's nothing against the show. Just I've been slacking on all. And her fucking shows. the music on there. Shout out to her. Like her taste in music. Like the music yeah. she puts on every episode is so good. She's great. Um, what was that? Oh yeah, John Favreau. 
don't even know how Yeah, Easter Ring is awesome, by the way. John Favreau. Donald Glover. Okay, here it is. Um... It was an interview for so if you just look up like uh, John, Fa you can type in John Favreau and Donald Glover and it'll pop up. It was an interview for uh, the Hollywood Reporter. It's called Roundtables, a con a conversation on creativity. It's like an hour long, and I thought it was really valuable, like just to talk, like kind of get into these super like Donald Glover, all these Manuel Miranda, like all these dudes are super super creative people. So it's cool to like get into like their head and then. That's how really because I, I like all these people like Donald Glover, Issa Rae, Lin Manuel. Like I like. And then I forget um, the other guy. The other guy, Damien uh, Chazelle. I forget not what, sure who he is. I forget what he he does something big too. And I can't remember. Did oh, he did movie? um. What's the musical movie that um, Ryan Gosling was in not too long ago? La La Land. La La Land. He's yeah. the one that directed With him La La Land. and uh, Jules. Yep. I forgot her name. Uh, <laughs> Jules. Jules. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. What the fuck is her name? Ah, shit. Uh, she's on that new Maniac show with Jonah Hill, too. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, it's... I can't. It's like on the tip of my tongue. It's one of the Emmas. It's one of the Emmas, and I can't... Because there's three Emma Emmas. Stone. Okay, so Stone, Stone yeah. Watson, and... Stone is that one. Watson is Harry Potter. And then... Roberts. Roberts that's the other one. That's like the three of us. Yeah. Niece, I mean. <laughs> that's, that is confusing. <laughs> I always get confused for some reason. Yeah, so go check that video Wait, out. Jew, Jules, cool. Hermione, Unfabulous. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, John Farrell's done so. There was a movie he did on Netflix called Chef, I believe. Let me make sure that's right. Um... But that was an awesome movie. He wrote and directed that, and it's about him like working for like one of those super fancy. I saw it actually. Uh, yeah, yeah, he, like, yeah, I saw he it. He gets fired because like, he blows up on one of the food critics. It, so he has shit. like the food, like yeah, the food cart. Opens yeah, up I've his own it. food truck and yeah. he just tours the United States with his like with, uh, John Languizamo plays his best friend. Yeah, yeah I saw it. Was, it was a good movie. That was a great fucking movie, dude. Jerry Clark, Gary Clark Jr. is in that movie when they go to Austin, Texas, and shit. Uh, movie. Make sure that's what it's called. Yeah, that's what it's called. Chef. That was a great movie. I love John Favreau. Um, let's see. What else, man? I'm seeing here on Wu-Tang Clan scripted drama order to series to head to Hulu. What? That's a big deal. That's a really big deal. Axel Rose says Kanye West meeting with the president is such a joke. <laughs> when that's Axel Rose is telling you you're a bozo, that's you're a, probably a bozo. That's hilarious. Actually, he's the biggest bozo. <laughs> that's... That is the kettle calling the pot black I've ever <laughs> yeah. seen it in my life. But yeah. For sure it is. All right. So Wait, hold up. Kettle calling the pot black. No, in this situation, it's a little bit different. But yeah. <laughs> so it says right here, Hulu is going back to the 90s with the Wu-Tang Clan saga. The streamer has handed, a, or handed out a 10-episode straight-to-series order for Wu-Tang and American Saga. The scripted drama series is based on one of the hip-hop's most influential groups inspired... By the philosophical books, the Wu Tang Clan manuals, and its sequel, Dawa Wu, uh, both written by Wu Tang Clan frontman RZA. Wow, RZA's the man. So it's gonna be co-created by RZA and the dude that did the new Superfly, Alex C. That was actually a good movie, by the way. I, I just watched it first time like two weeks ago. It's gonna be executive produced by Brian Grazer too. That's crazy. This is fucking a big deal. Uh, that's sweet. Good for Wu Tang. It seems like they're always doing something, did you see, bro. Yeah. Always. Wu Tang's always in the loop. Did you see like the new uh the new little R and B beef going on right now? R and beef? I love some good R and beef. What's going on? Azalea Banks, that's what always. She's hip hop though, right? No, and Lana Del Rey. Oh, dude, I saw that shit. That was hilarious. <laughs> Lana Del Rey, don't let her pull up. That was so hilarious. Oh, Lana Del Rey's gangsta as fuck for that, bro. That so God, she's like, dude, she goes, you know, she's like, you got the Addy, pull up. I was like, what? Lana Del Rey? Fucking savage, bro. <laughs> that shit made me laugh so hard. I mean, like Lana Del Rey like, more, and I fucking, I've been super critical about how I think her music is. Her voice, because her voice sounds the exact same in all songs. <laughs> yeah. Makes <laughs> Yeah, no, I like I love the song she got with the weekend though. Uh, it was like Lust for Life. It was, yeah, it's good. It's good, it's good uh, baby making music. <laughs> That's funny. Ooh, that all right. So the dude, uh, do you guys? I, I'm gonna explain a quick situation. So there was a fire festival thing going on. Wait, this festival 
that was supposed to be this like luxurious exclusive shit. It was put on by these guys and Ja Rule was one of the promoters. And Wait, like, hold up. Hold on, hold on. Is it actual Fire Festival we're talking about, or like yeah. it's another version of Fire? No, no, no. no that's what oh I'm man, shout to Ja Rule on that so, shit. So basically, what happened is they, they sold all these rich people a bag of lies. Like they told them they were going to this exclusive island where they had these like beachside cabanas to sleep in, luxurious meals, and they got there and there was like nothing. There was like these shit tents set up. They were like served like uh, bread, like I, bread and like a piece of cheese. Bro, and, like, I laughed. Dude, it was like at that shit. And then they couldn't figure out how to get hours. people back off the <laughs> island because their planes weren't coming to pick people up. They so, were literally stranded on these islands with like <laughs> prison food, pretty much. Yes, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And they paid like what, like ten grand to get there. Oh, oh man. man. Yeah, that's the thing too. Oh. It was like five grand a ticket. Or something yeah, like it, those tickets were expensive as hell too. And there was supposed to be this crazy music lineup. Like literally, and people showed up. Ar- like, like piece by piece, artists like kept dropping out of the festival. Like, like Blink One Eighty Two was the first to go. Oh man. And then like all these other ones started following behind it. But the reason I bring that up, though, because I'm reading here online that uh, it says the fire oh, festival promoter Billy McFarland sentenced six years in prison because of that. I didn't know how really? young he was either. He's like maybe like 25, 26. Well, yeah. <sighs> Should have thought that one out a little bit. Amy Winehouse hologram? Come on. Fuck off with all that shit. Why do we need holograms, bro? She died. Like, let her be. Silly. If I would have, like, Amy Winehouse is one of my favorite female artists of all time. One of my favorite artists. Agreed. Female. Agreed. Caveat to that. She's. Amazing, like her voice is like there's no one that compares to her to me. Um, Agreed. Back to Black is such an awesome album. I love that album so much. But yeah, why do we need a a hologram of her? Like, there's so much footage of her online. Just go watch. No, it's funny because I was listening to uh, because I always just randomly put on watch movies with the sound off just for shits Mm -hmm. and giggles. Mm -hmm. And you know, on Goosebumps, Mac Miller got that song. uh, When when I die, will she fuck my hologram? Yeah, I just instantly think about that. Like, I wonder if that's that would happen. <laughs> I watched a sweet performance yeah. on YouTube of uh, Mac Miller and CeeLo performing together, and had this big band and shit playing. That's pretty, pretty cool. Um, Run the Jewels is on the Venom soundtrack. I just read. Yeah, they are. LP is actually on the. They're kind of song by itself. I heard. Does he? Yeah. Nice. All right, let's go back into my. See things I wanted to talk about here. Um, so also last week was the McGregor uh, Khabib fight. So we talk about that a little bit. <laughs> Can we talk about no? Before we even go into that, I want to talk about my man who took his pants off there because his oh balls. Oh my was god, dude! I want to talk on. about him me, real quick before we even go into that shit. Let's see if I, I would put my speaker on just so I can see if I can find that, that dude. Actual interview my man is the real MVP, and he. Like, I remember Joe Rogan asked him, uh, what was your thought going into the fight? What was his name? Shit. I forgot. Um, Jones, right? No. His last name's Jones, isn't it? Or Lewis. Lewis. I'm <laughs> so terrible shit. I don't, I don't know. I forgot to, uh, Pick up that car, man. Heavyweight fight. That was the heavyweight fight, That dude, fight, right? I forgot his name. I'm trying to figure... I'm trying to find it because I instantly followed him on Instagram after that interview. Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis. Okay. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Shout out to you. You. Um, Derek Lewis is the real MVP. So that shit was he was so like, funny. "Yeah, Trump call." He asked me to knock this Russian motherfucker out. <laughs> yeah. So I'm looking like, "Yeah, <laughs> this so dude is that dude is fucking great." Oh man! So, <laughs> <only funny> <laughs> I'm just thinking about watching that shit live, man. Oh fuck yeah! Derek Lewis, great. you can hop on our podcast any day, man. That's oh my god, great. I would love to interview uh, that guy. Please, That'd be amazing. please, please do. Jesus. I think he was like, yeah, cause I smoke a I smoke a blunt with Joe Rogan after. <laughs> I can't find it. Uh, oh, here we go. Balls was hot. speaker on just so you can hear this real quick. Oh man, this is a little uh my balls was high. Turn Bluetooth on. There we go. 
So this is the little clip of him being interviewed by Joe Rogan after the fight. It's fucking hilarious. For those who didn't watch it. I'm here with the winner, Derek Lewis. Derek, why'd you take your pants off? My balls was hot. <laughs> I understand. Listen, man, what you just did was absolutely phenomenal. That was an incredible comeback victory, and it, it shows one of the reasons why people love to watch you fight, that you can put it all to bed with one shot. I told them, boys, I got no more heart. You ought to keep on estimating me. I ain't all that technical and all that, but... I'm getting there. <laughs> no one will question your heart, sir, after this. This is a come-from-behind knockout the likes that we haven't seen in a long time. And you were looking for that big haymaker all night. You found it in the last minute of the fight. I forgot a few hours before the fight, Donald Trump called me and told me I got knocked this Russian out because they're making him look bad on the news. You know, him and Putin. They're talking about USA in this whole Listen, Derek, you came in this fight, the number two contender with that knockout. You're absolutely one of the top guys in line for a shot at the title next. So tell us what you think about that. I need to sit my black ass down and do some more cardio. What you talking about right now? I ain't trying to fight for no title right now. I don't have no gas tank like that. Listen, Derek, you're one of the most entertaining guys in this sport. Congratulations on an amazing victory. And thank you very much for a really, really entertaining fight. Thanks for having me. That's hilarious. At the end, he tells Joe Rogan he wants to go smoke weed with him on his podcast. <laughs> UFC is crazy. They can get away with saying whatever they want on there. I think it's pretty hilarious. But, um, yeah, so that was a great fight. So me and E-Man, after we recorded that podcast out in Pontiac, drove over to our good buddy Corey's house. Um and we had, we had like a few friends over, everyone shipped in, we ran the fight and everything. And man, I was impressed by not only that, the Derek Lewis fight against that Russian guy that looked like Drogo from fucking Rocky, <laughs> but uh, there was a couple other fights beforehand that were really good. And then it was awesome. Like I thought, it's so fun watching Conor McGregor get his ass kicked because he's such a dickhead. Like, I don't know, I love watching the shit talker get his ass kicked by the silent guy. Like, that's so great to me. Plus like, so I don't know if you've heard the interview with Khabib like following the fight, but like they've been taunting him, like like calling him like a Muslim piece of shit, mocking his religion, mocking his country, like so it doesn't surprise me. Like, Khabib's still a young guy, he lost his cool, jumped over the octagon, but like what I think what McGregor did to lead up to that was even worse. I mean, he had thrown a dolly through Khabib's team bus and injured one of his fighters and uh, one of his friends and stuff, so I mean, it, it kind of it turned into, like, WWE straight up. Like, it was it was kind of ridiculous. But the only difference is those things happened backstage with Conor McGregor. And this happened where there was a whole fight full of people. So it kind of puts a damper on the sport. But, I mean, it's a violent sport. And so you kind of expect violent stuff to break out and happen from this. But what are you going to say? Um, but, yeah, that was definitely fun. Actually, while I was mentioning Corey, Corey's our buddy of ours that is actually the reason that E-Man and I know each other. So a um, couple years, maybe like a little over a year ago, Corey was like, man, you got to be my buddy E-Man. You guys like have the same taste in music. You guys have like a lot of similar interests and stuff. And um, I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, I'd love to meet him sometime. And so I knew he was, he was having a party one day and I went over there and uh, E-Man was there and that's just kind of how we started kicking it off, and then we started tossing back and forth the idea of starting a podcast together, and that's how uh, him and I started one up. And it's actually funny, too. Like I think it was the same party E-Man had put on his music. I didn't know it was his music, but he put it on in the other room, and I was walking in from outside, and I was like, oh, whose song is this? This is sweet. He's like, this is my music. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> sweet. So, yeah, we've been uh, rolling ever since. But, uh... Let's see here. Yeah, that was UFC 2. They probably made so much money off that fight. Ridiculous. Um, 
I told him, uh, yo, sorry I left. My balls was hot. (laughs) 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 That's hilarious. Oh, Janelle Monae's got some pretty big news going over. She got, they're doing a live action Lady and the Tramp, too. And she got, she got cast in that. And she got cast in a biopic movie by Harriet Tubman. Also, ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so Janelle Monae is killing it. Okay. Shout out to her. I, I, I wasn't huge on her. Her last album is kind of like more love, of like for the women, I think. I haven't listened to um, it. I've always, I've been meaning to check it out and I haven't got around to it yet. Well, it's not necessarily more for the women, but it's like, it's like her letter to like the people that feel like that marginalized, she, disenfranchised. But I think she's mostly talking about like women and like the LGBTQ community. I mean, and that stuff. makes 100% sense. For right? sure. Um... But like her first, like the the arc Android man, like that album is so good. It was a concept album about like uh, I, her whole like she's had a whole vibe of this like concept that she's been running with, where it's like one day she thinks that androids and humans are going to be coexisting with each other, and that like Futurama, yeah, and that like a a, a, a robot and or an android and a person are going to meet and fall in love, and it's like the story of them being condemned for falling in love with one another. And so it's been a pretty cool thing. She's like, she that's cool like, as hell. Really well. Yeah, <laughs> holy shit! I, yeah. I, I didn't know the concept behind it. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. I sweet. like that. Like Cindy Cindy Mayweather is the name of her character in that. Um, she plays the arc android, and uh, yeah, I love that album so much. Like she covers every genre. She was like the first like she was rapping, rapping on that album and singing and. Dancing her ass off. You, know, you can't hear that on the album, but she dances her ass off like James Brown and shit. And uh, yeah, she can do like the jazziest songs. She can do hip like there's a song called Bye Up Bop. Oh, I can't even pronounce it. Which is uh, the last song on the album is like super jazzy. Like, real shit, I'm probably about to listen to it on the way home now. You should, man. Okay, it's, yeah, a, probably... it's great. The Arc Android. And then uh, her second one was. What was the second one called? That was a continuation. Of, well, she had like the Metropolis. Uh, EP that came out before the Arc Android that I really liked too, but the Arc Android was like really what kicked it off. Um, and then this new one gets away from that concept a little bit. It's still got like the it's okay computer, so she's still sticking to like the fact that she's like a dirty computer, where she's still sticking to like dirty the operating system type deal. Um, yeah, you won on those updates, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Uh, Download you didn't tag. <laughs> What was the second album called? God damn it. Oh, can't. The Electric Lady. That's a fucking great album, too. She's got uh, Miguel on there. Eric Badu is on there. She's she's, she's so stacked. insanely talented. She's killing it in the movies, killing it in music. Happy for her. Shout out to John Monet. I love you. Um, Same. I'll check out your album on the way home today. Yeah, it's great. Uh, upcoming. Belly. Belly's got a new album coming out? Yep. Tom Mortarello. Actually, I just saw like a uh, uh, belly. Oh, game. you know what? I just before before we get a belly, Tom Morello. You, shout out to them. They just actually mm. uh, Rage Against the Machine just got uh, inducted or uh, nominated. The, yeah, to the uh, Rock, Rock and Roll Fan. Them, Janet Jackson. Uh, shit, there's a whole list. of There people. was a ton. LL Cool J. LL Cool J. Yeah. Um, there was another band, a Radiohead. Really, okay, Radiohead? Yeah, okay. boy, that's like one of my favorite bands. They were talking about time. some snubs. Snoop got Snoop didn't get in his first round of eligibility. He's, he will eventually. Yeah, he'll he'll make it in. And somebody else, somebody else really. They should just call it the about. Music Hall of Fame and just drop the rock and roll. I I hundred percent agree. It's fucking. I hundred percent agree. Rock and roll in there. There's hip hop in there. There's folk music. There's country music. There's all kinds of shit. Yeah, I hundred percent agree. It should be just a Music Hall of Fame at yeah. this point. Although people would probably fucking like the. Like the older generation shit. would probably lose their shit, dude. They'd lose like, their no, shit that happens. Stealing our white culture. Look at it, look at it. That's funny, dude. They're Clapton. No, but anyway, so that belly thing, there was an inter- I just saw, I haven't watched it yet, but uh, there's a belly interview on. Um, Hot 97, and he goes into like the Palestine, uh, Lebanon thing, and and or uh, and talks about all that shit. With uh, he's Lebanese, right? Yeah, he's Lebanese. Okay. I, um, I think let me double check that. I think he is. Let's see. 
Belly. He's really talented. If you haven't heard Belly, I suggest checking out his project from, I think it was a year or two ago, called Mumble Rap. It's not yeah. Mumble Rap, let me tell you that. It came out last year, yeah. Rap, but the album is called Mumble Rap. Um, he's fucking incredible. He's super lyrical, great storyteller. Well, he's, pa- he's Palestinian. Palestinian? Yep. Okay. It's funny because he had... Uh, it's like the Palestine. He was talking about Palestine and Israel, and if you've ever like uh, delved into that debacle, what's going on over there, it's a fucking mess. Um, it's kind of a complicated thing, but I won't even. I'm not even going to go into it because I don't want to mess up the details and give misinformation. But um, you should look into it though, because it's important. There's definitely a lot of people dying out there. But uh, no shit. See if I can find this. Yeah, it's like a 23-minute interview. It says it says Belly gets very real and honest on the Palestine and Israel situation. Oh, we'll talk about uh real quick. Russ uh went platinum without features or without uh production. Help. Dude, it's crazy, man. He must have <laughs> yeah. the craziest underground fan base. I don't get it. I can't even fucking listen to him, dude. I just like hear this like. He does something, yeah, yeah, a little pretentious I, I, sometimes. I, I think I ruined but. it with watching his interviews first because, like, he's just such a dickhead in his interviews. <laughs> like, I mean, I guess you kind of have to have a no. He's talented. Yeah, I won't deny it. But I mean, yeah. obviously, he's doing something right. He's on the fucking Forbes list with like with no record label. That's crazy. That's pretty insane. <laughs> That's super nuts. Oh yeah, the LMA chick has a uh, album coming out. Tom Morello. Gotta show love to Tom Morello. Just see, talking, I think this yeah. Tom Morello album has got like EDM tracks and shit on there. And That's like, interesting. And I can like, see it. I could easily see it from him. And it's got like weirdo rappers on there that like you would fit with that sound, like his sound too. Like he's got like Run the Jewels is on there, Vic Mensa's on there, Dave uh, Brown maybe he's on there. Uh, that, that would fit. I don't. That, I probably not, but let me see. But uh. Yeah, so that's cool. Who else? Yeah. St. Vincent's got an album coming out. That's another one of my favorite females in the world. She's so fucking awesome. Her, her I recommend going to see a St. Vincent concert if you haven't seen it. She does this whole sweet stage show production. She's a super creative person, too. Um, her name's Annie Clark. She goes by, I think St. Vincent must be the Wait, Annie Clark? Annie Clark is her real name. Is that the chick from Degrassi? No. Back in the day? No. Okay, just want to make there's there's an Annie Clark that was on the. No, she's been on a few episodes of Portlandia before. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's got an album coming out. Oh man, I'm really I didn't even know until just now that she has an album. And I love her, so that's great. Michael McDonald, whoo! Shout out to the Yacht Rock. Michael McDonald's got an album coming out. <laughs> that's my impression of Michael McDonald. Is it? <laughs> I know he had that song with Thundercat uh, on Thundercat's album a couple of years ago. <laughs> No, I'm drunk. Did you hear that song on drunk? Oh, yeah, it's With awesome. Thunder, yeah. yeah. Michael McDonald. Yeah. Uh, what is the. Michael McDonald, yeah. who else is on there, too? Kenny uh, Loggins. Kenny Loggins, yeah. yeah. Oh, dude. Thunder, how, Thundercat pulls Kenny Loggins and Michael McDonald on the same track. That's fucking sweet. Mr. Kenny Loggins. That album is so good. That's Since we go, we talk about new albums a lot, but we can definitely always pepper in ones that are favorites of ours. And Drunk, I think, it came out in 2016 or 17. Um, by Thundercat is so good. It's, like, it's really long, but I mean, his songs are usually kind of short. But that guy is a master on the bass. His voice is a god, like a goddamn angel. <laughs> I love Thundercat. That's one of my favorites. I got to see him in Electric Forest last year, and me and my buddy Dan were just we were going crazy. I don't want Kurt Vile's got an album coming out tomorrow. Young the Giants got an album coming out. Matthew Deere's got an album coming out. Clapton's got an album coming out. Elvis Costello, Blues Traveler. <laughs> Django Django, Jesus, dude, there's a lot of people dropping music tomorrow. Um, I've always been a big fan of Young the Giant. Uh, I saw those guys in 2011 at Bonnaroo, and they did a uh, cover. They brought like, a shitload of people up on stage, started spraying champagne bottles and stuff, and they did a remix to Ignition. That's pretty cool. <laughs> and they're like an indie <laughs> band, too, so it was kind of cool seeing like an indie band do that song. That was pretty sweet. I wasn't a huge fan of their last album, so let's hope this one... Uh, redeems itself because those guys definitely have potential. Kurt Vile's super dope too, man. His music is sweet. I'm excited to hear that. Man. It's always like Christmas on Fridays, dude. There's so much music. It is. I'm actually checking right now because I'm looking at my own Google panel. They gave me a little... Like, it's, isn't it? It's got to be weird seeing It's so there, cool. Dude. Like They gave me... Oh, shout to, like This is fucking tight. I'm sorry, but... 
Yeah, they gave me like a Google panel. Like, we're still stoked about that. Next week, we're going to have our shit fully together. We're going to have the webcam up. Yeah, and I, so and everything, and sorry for the choppy quality. Right. Like, this was my fault. I definitely left the webcam at home today. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. This man is leaving for Denver in the morning. Yeah, so I got, I'm going out to Denver for some stuff. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. So we'll get the better quality sound and the video for you next week. Yep. Yep. Oh. I was wearing this shirt. Shirt says, the power of the people versus the people in power. I like that. I got this from uh, culturemovement.com. It's actually Shawnee Culture, who's one of the producers on Hot 97. Has his own, like, shirts. Oh, he's got a website with just, like, shirts with little sayings on it. I was like, you know what? I feel like buying this shit. (laughs) That's how I'm (laughs) feeling, man. Because fuck goddamn Donald Trump. Fuck our entire government, man. They're just a bunch of Quick shout-out. So, I was besides the Barack Panther earlier, there's another comic I was really feeling right now. It's called Snot Girl. So, it's the same people that do Scott Pilgrim. It's a really good play on, like, social media and stuff like that these days. Highly recommend it. Bro, you got to take me to the comic book store. I used to be so into that man, shit when I was a kid. No, I've, been, not into it a, he, I've been nerding the hell out since this hour was done. So, I was like... <laughs> yeah. It's been pretty cool. I put up, like, six or seven episodes. Treat Yourself action yeah. in the comic book store? Yeah. Um, there was this, like, back before I was doing my job now, I used to install, like, floors and stuff, and there was a comic book store that opened up in downtown Plymouth that I did the floor for, but it didn't last very long. It was only open for, like, a couple months, or, like, a couple months, I think. You know what I'm talking about, right. by chance? It was, like, right next door to, oh, it was called, like, Blaze, Blaze Through Comics or something? Yeah. yeah. It didn't last very long, got, but. This one's in downtown Plymouth, the one I went to. This is too. So they must have played this one. No, this one I got in Chicago. The snot girl. Oh, okay. The but everything else like this and like the other five I got were from. Uh, That's pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah. So shout out to them. And there's actually another one around there too. Uh, on uh, on Ford and Lily actually, there's another comic book store around there. Oh, so I meant to tell you, dude. So E Man's been telling me about this show on Netflix called Big Mouth. I'm going Jesus is funny, dude. Change. So I started watching it, man. I didn't realize like how many voices are on there. You had like Maya Rudolph is on there, Fred Armisen's on there. Yeah, uh, that show is Jenny great. Slate is on there. Uh, what's the dude that plays Rafi on the league? Oh, uh, I forgot his name, but he oh, plays Jay. Oh my god! So I look. His voice is so fucking hilarious, and Rafi on the league is like probably one of the best characters <laughs> I've ever had. Rafi on the league and. Um, Leon on Curb are like two of my favorite television characters of all fucking time. Um, Leon, is that J.B. Smooth? Yeah, J.B. Smooth. Yeah, yeah god damn it. Him and his relationship with Larry David on that show is one of the funniest fucking things in the world. Like, this middle-aged black dude and an old white Jewish guy. Like, he's so <laughs> funny. Like, I love what, like, did you watch any of the last season? No. Where he goes, like, he lets, he, like, the whole premise of, like, if you guys don't watch Curb, uh, Curb Enthusiasm is Larry David from Seinfeld. I don't need to explain that. Most of you guys know who the fuck Larry David is. Um, so he had taken on a family of hurricane or displaced hurricanes uh, survivors, and it was the family was called the Blacks, and it was it was uh, um, Vivica A. Fox and like a bunch of people, and her cousin is Leon, and he wasn't even displaced from the hurricane. He actually lived in L.A., but he just came and mooched in and started That's living with them too. Hilarious. Well. Long story short, Larry dates Vivica Fox character and it goes south and they end up moving out of the house. Well, Leon just ends up fucking staying and he just becomes a regular character on the show. So now by now he's living at the pool house with Larry. And Larry goes back, he's like, all right, Leon. He's like, I, he's like, I need you to keep me up on my black slang words. He's like, I feel like I'm running out of cool shit to say. He's like, he's like what are you doing back here? And he's like, yeah, I'm just back here lamping, Larry. Just back here lamping, you know, just maxing lamping. He's like, we still doing the pound thing? Is that still a thing? Is that still cool? He's like, yeah, you still got a little bit of time on pound, bro. Like, Pound's still cool. It's fucking Jesus hilarious. Christ, I love that show. Yeah, Ben Manuel Miranda was like a big part on the last season too. Because he? he does like, uh, Larry does like a play. And he gets Lin Manuel Miranda to like direct the play with him or co write the play with him or something. That's pretty tight. It's pretty funny. Like, Lin Manuel, in, in the show, he plays like an asshole. He plays himself, but like, like he, he comes across like a super big asshole. It's, um, it's, <laughs> it's really funny. Like, they totally changed the narrative of what he's actually like. So, I think that's pretty funny. I miss like all those good TV shows, man. I've been trying to watch that Mayans show, like the final. Oh, Mayans of No, it's actually good. Do you like it? Yeah. I've it's like, actually really good. I'm, I'm shocked. So I've only like four. Spinoffs usually don't like one. besides but like Better Call Saul. Spinoffs really don't work like that. But Better Call Saul season four just ended. By the way, season finale was on Monday. Holy shit! That show is 
I've said it on here before, but I think it's as good, if not better, than Breaking Bad already. I'm telling you that. I haven't. Fin- so I haven't if you didn't watch it. Go fucking watch it. I stopped watching that season two, and it's nothing against the show. It's just I got lazy. Yeah, that happens, I got. Bro. I got started watching other stuff. But I'm sometimes, probably, sometimes you like forget it. what happens, yeah. and you're like, "Fuck you!" Like, I might have to rewatch it. Yeah. But yeah, I, like I love the first. Like no, actually no. Take that back. I finished season two. I stopped at season three. But the cool I, part is it has yeah. like so many characters from Breaking Bad. Like obviously yeah. you got Saul, and then you got like Mike. Herman Trout's character and uh, Tuco. Gus Tuco and Tuco yeah. and all kinds of people. They said that eventually they think they'll probably even have um, Walter, like Walter and Jesse, probably probably yeah. Jesse for sure. It would have to be Jesse, yeah, because right? he he's the one that I think Walter would wouldn't make sense to throw in there. Jesse absolutely would make sense mm-hmm. to throw in there. Mm-hmm. Dude, I need to get. Another, do we have any more of these beers left? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, <laughs> I got plenty of them. Actually, I didn't even touch this one. Let's pour it. Sweet. Go for it. It's already open. Beautiful. It's peanut butter and beer. Butter. It's peanut butter jelly time. Peanut butter and jelly beer. That's good. Smooth. We used to hoppy shit, so this is like nice. Yeah, it's really nice, really refreshing. Um, shout out to Legend. They just released their. Uh, oh, did they leave, release their stuff? They released a couple tracks. Uh, actually, last week. I'm going to need to bring them up. I saw Juan Michael OG was uh filming some shit down in Detroit today with some other some other dudes. Um, what else do we got? Is there anything else we wanted to cover from this week? Yeah, Kanye West and Kid Rock both are there together. Jesus Christ. <laughs> just throw the whole White House away, man. Just, 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 throw, it all, just throw it all away at this point. Next month, Tom, Tom York put out a new song. Who? Tom York from Radiohead. Nice. Whoa. Nice. Oh shit! I gotta check that out. If you guys don't know me, Tom York is like one of my fucking idols. Radiohead is one of my favorite bands of all time. Been one of my favorite bands since I was a really little kid. Um, so wow, I definitely need to, I need to hit the tabs on some of these that I need to check out later. That's what I always do. I forget to remember blogs remember music blogs i still love music actually shout out to stereo gum i want to shout them out because i love their content i used to go to pitchfork and i want to say this on camera pitchfork is a bunch of bitches these days man their content has gone so far downhill the yeah. reviews are trash they'll review like some whack i remember like around the time that layla's wisdom by rhapsody came out that album was so fucking wait what did good. they say about layla's wisdom that was, a, no, that was, was a perfect no, album like no, they, <laughs> they just never reviewed it oh okay. they never reviewed I'm it. Like, they, they were dropping reviews to like Demi Lovato albums and Miley Cyrus shit. Fucking Grammy now. I'm like, how? That's a perfect album to me. No, it was so good. Lil's Wisdom's amazing. Yeah, shout to Rhapsody. That was like oh, perfect oh, album in my opinion. Rhapsody's awesome. So yeah, that. Um, so yeah, now I use Stereo Gum because I like their content way better. Ooh, Maggie Rogers got a new song out called Light On. Um, Maggie Rogers is a pretty cool story. She was that. I don't know if you ever saw this. There was a video that went viral where like. Pharrell was sitting in with like this music school, this class of the music school, and letting kids like play their music to him, and then like giving them feedback on it. And this chick Maggie Rogers like played her shit to him, and it like almost brought Pharrell to tears. Jeez. And like that video got so popular on the internet that she like blew up, and like she's like all over. Now. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Quick shout out, Quavo's album just came out. Yeah, I want to hear that. Um, I actually do want to check that out like really bad, but probably after I check out. Uh, Do you think he'll have a song on there though that'll top drip on offsets with Metro Boomin? Hopefully, I mean Quavo more than likely. <laughs> oh, more than likely. <laughs> that drip song is so dope, dude. That's drip go. Nah, I mean Amigos yeah, is solid, general. Um, I always like the Amigos. Who is they? They has a new song with featuring Wiz Khalifa. They are a very difficult to Google duo based in L.A. R&B? Shit. I'm about to fucking peep this later. Save it. Um, I'm just clicking through headlines. Hey, you got anything else you want to talk about before I we wrap up this one, dude? I um, A lot of good music to check out, so we'll have to oh, do that. Oh, check out Be Careful, Be Safe. Um, <laughs> I got to plug that in. I promise we won't continue to talk about Kanye anymore because I'm sick of talking about him. He's a... Uh, He's this fucking asshole, and that's all there is. To yeah, it. I'm, 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 I'm off the Kanye train, and and this sucks to say because I. If but you I know me, if time. you know me, 
I'm a huge Kanye West fan, and I've, I've always been a First huge four. Kanye West fan. No, not I would even throw dark, my beautiful dark, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. That's no, four. no, that was uh, 808s. Oh, I don't count 808s. 808s like, was it's like I don't even count. I, it. I love 808s, but I don't even. Personally, I love 808s. Well, I guess you guys have to kind of count it, but I, I don't count it. It's not for me. His first, so his first five. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I'm not gonna count. Uh, I'm not gonna count the collab. I'm not gonna watch the throne. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna count Cold Summer because yeah, those are collabs. Watch Thrones. Watch Thrones those are collabs, but I'm I'm not gonna count them. And I Someone love both said of those. Uh, Jay Z and Beyonce are cutting all ties with the West. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that Watch the Throne tweet was obviously bullshit. <laughs> 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 Unless it's coming out with fucking Donald Trump as the other guy instead of Jay Z or Kid Rock or Kid Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Kid Rock is such a fucking bozo. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyways, with that note, we'll leave you and we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.